Hello and welcome to My Life in Three Songs, a podcast presented by The Daily Emerald. My name is Riley, and each week I talk with a different member of Oregon faculty discussing the three songs that changed their life. This week, I'm talking to Community Director Sam Martin. How are you doing tonight, Sam? I'm doing well, Riley. Thanks for having me. Now, we've had a few different teachers on this show, but we've never had a Community Director before. Can you clarify exactly what that job description means? Yeah, totally. So one of the things that I like to explain to people about the work that I do is basically I make sure that the residence halls don't burn down um, and that my students learn something in a nutshell. Um, So I supervise RAs, I develop um, residential curriculum and just make students' residential experience on campus the best experience that it could possibly be. For most careers, stopping someone from burning down a building would seem like a pretty easy thing to do, but it's a lot harder for you because you're actually dealing with college students all the time. Would you say you have a hard job? Um, I would definitely say some days are more difficult than others, um, and some days are more stressful than others, but the reward is incredible. Wow, that's really nice. I'm really glad there are people like you working in the system like this. Uh, you, you chose some really interesting and in some ways loaded music, which I really yeah. appreciate. There's a lot to talk yeah. about. A lot of it kind of questions authority, I think, in a great way. And there's a history of, of music questioning authority, and I'd love to get into that. But first, would you say that there are ways, because you're a part of a system, are there ways to prevent a system from getting corrupt from the inside, like in a position that you're at right now? Well, that's a great question. Um, It's interesting because, you know, systems in and of themselves only serve themselves, right? So I know it's weird because I am like very like oriented to social justice, diversity, equity, and inclusion. And I also understand that the way that systems exist right now, like liberation may not entirely be possible. So it's like a little battle that I face and that I fight every day um, that I'm sure a lot of people who do similar work to me would tell you the same thing. It seems like in recent years, we've become able to have discussions that we weren't able to have before and become more progressive and talk about some sensitive subjects that should have been talked about a long time ago. And community director seems to fall in line with that kind of new progressive ethos. Is this a new job position or has this been around for a while? Mm. Yeah, that's a great question. I would say, you know, in understanding the history of the work that I do, um, you know, they were traditionally called, I think specifically with the UO in the 60s, they were called dorm counselors. Um, so I guess that meant like the person that you went to if, you know, you had an issue with your room or something like that. Definitely not in the same capacity as I would say my role is now, um, especially because like now to do my job, um, you know, a lot of places require that you have a master's degree or an advanced degree um, to show that you understand what it's like to work with a college student and understand their needs. Now, is it always required? No, but I would say that that's a pretty distinct change. And also, college students have changed so much, so our job has had to change, too, to meet the needs. Yeah, and we're still changing. Doesn't look like things are <laughs> yep, going to get every day. All right, will you tell us a little bit about the first song you chose? Yeah, so the first song that I chose um, was All Right by Kendrick Lamar. Um, and, you know, this is a song that I really keep coming back to when you ask, you know, what's a song that's important to you? Or even, like, what's a song that defines a movement and, and social social movements and civic engagements and things like that? You know, I chose All Right because it's a moment of hope amongst chaos. Um, and it's a song for the solid. And when I what I say by that, what I mean by that is saying that, you know, 
basically the hook of the song, the line of the song that everybody like loves is like, God got us, we got us, we gonna be all right. And it's like, you know, no matter what kind of mess is happening around in our world, you know, as long as we have each other, we've got that solidarity, we're gonna be good. Um, and it's specifically, and, and the reason why I chose it is because I, I think of it as a love letter to black folks, um, especially because, you know, Kendrick says, we've been hurt, we've been down before, um, you know, like, we've done this before, we rose out of it before, we can do it again, like, keep your head up, you know, keeping that, the lingo of kings and queens alive, right, um, and not letting anything sort of dull our existence, because we're supposed to be here, um, and as long as we're here, some will, some way, we're gonna be okay. It's a beautiful song and a beautiful summary, too. I think that whole record is great. And Kendrick is the king of, I think, track placements in a lot of ways. Mm -hmm. I love that you can't tell exactly when song, one song ends and the next one begins. It's all kind of one journey. And this is a uniquely relevant song just to when we're recording this because he recently performed at the Super Bowl halftime show. Mm -hmm. A lot mm -hmm. of musicians, when they get to that point, they've compromised so much that they've kind of lost their integrity. I never get the sense that Kendrick has ever let go of any of the things he stood for. Do you believe that an artist can sell out? Do you think that's a, a true term or is that just a thing that people throw around too much? Selling out is real. And I also know that like people will do what they need to do to get a check, you know, because it's it's hard to live out here, um, especially, you know, with inflation on the rise so much. People don't have jobs. Um, people are struggling, um, you know, sometimes you can you know when somebody's doing what they need to do to get a bag but at the same time i'm not going to knock somebody for getting their bag because at the end of the day they do what they need to do but i also think i think it's so 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 important and one of the things that i love kendrick and even talk about dr dre eminem snoop dogg mary j blige 50 cent all the folks who are at the super bowl halftime show they never lost their roots they never lost what made them and i think as long as you hold on to that you can't sell out wow that's true i definitely relate to that and i think this was a really refreshing super bowl in that way just because of the choices mm -hmm. they got and the way that they all kind of because they're not exactly and they're all from different time periods which i think is very interesting they all have different right. backgrounds and from if you zoom out far enough everyone's like oh yeah it's just rap but no there's so many intricacies to that and like mm -hmm. what each of the generation means and how they relate to each other so seeing them all up there together i think is kind of unifying and powerful yeah, it's super dope. All right, what was your song too? Um, so my second song, uh, going against that anti-establishment sort of vibe, um, is called Know Your Enemy by Rage Against the Machine. Um, and I specifically chose this song because for a lot of folks, their enemy is a different thing. You know, for me and for a lot of folks, our enemy is the establishment. It's institutions that keep us oppressed um, and that force things on folks. Um, I know for this song, the enemy was the American dream and all of that and all of what it espouses, right? Um, and the American dream being this idea that any American can do anything because in America, like, this is it. This is all you could ever want. And it's like, actually pump the brakes that's not true um and so this song definitely speaks to that um and you know it the enemy really here is the lie that is told by the establishment to keep us in line and to keep us in a place that is complacent and complicit with where we are and making sure that there's no trouble that comes from that 
And a really interesting element of all of that, in my opinion, is that some of the establishments explicitly name-checked in the song and on the rest of the record are related to schools and university and the education system. So I'm interested in your relationship with that kind of, that split, that divide between the universities educating, but also sometimes it can subjugate people Mm -hmm. with with opinions. How do you, where do you fall on that line as someone who's in that kind of world? So it's, it's interesting because my, the sort of teaching that I do or educating that I do um, mostly comes from experiences. Um, so I have, um, you know, theory, theoretical frameworks and things that ground me in what I do, but also at the same time, you know, I really encourage students to make meaning of the information that is available to them and what's presented to them. Like we're seeing a sweep in the country right now of, um, you know, bans on critical race theory that really isn't actually taught at the K-12 level because it's critical theory that like folks with PhDs have come up with, right? Um, So it's interesting understanding what is education, who is getting educated, and what we are educating them with. Interesting. So do you think there's an age where people start to think on their own and become kind of rebellious in that good way? Or uh, is that like a college thing? Or is that younger, in your opinion? I don't know. And no, so I say I don't know, because, and I do know. But the reason why I say I don't know is because the age that you do it is just as important as the environment that you do it in. It's allowing the learning to happen, allowing that anger to bubble up and fuel some fantastic activism, learning, working and bettering ourselves. Okay, song three. So I'll be real with you. I actually got into this artist very recently, like I would say about like six weeks ago. And so for listeners, the song I chose is Nine to Five by Dolly Parton. And you're like, what, Dolly Parton? You didn't know? I did. I did. I just never dove into it. Um, But little did I know that like Dolly is the voice of the people for real, (laughs) like the voice of the people. Um, And I chose Nine to Five um, because... Initially, it was written for a movie that talks about gender inequity in the workplace. If we're looking at what the workplace looks like now, it has changed. The pandemic has drastically changed what we understand of working and being in a workplace, working at home, what we will and won't accept. And it's just wild to me. You know, and every so often we see these waves and swells and iterations of people understanding that it's like, no, I'm not going to take this and I'm going to find positions that better serve me or just not work. So we've covered some real ground. How do you manage to stay optimistic about the future in the face of all of this? Honestly, I'll tell you, I find so much joy in community, seeing college students especially like students your age and younger like really hitting the nail on the head with social activism and engagement um, especially with apps like TikTok and Instagram and just quick blips so you can get great information to education fast so seeing that and knowing and like literally knowing that you know what I'm gonna be all right I got my people I got my family we're gonna make it it's gonna be okay because people who make bad decisions have to exit somehow, you know, like whether it's retirement, other ways, impeachments, firings, people have to just move along. And that leaves room for innovative, incredible minds to take their places too. 
man. Beautiful, hopeful words from Sam Martin. Thank you so much for coming on. Great choices. I really appreciate you being here. Thank you for having me, Riley. It was my pleasure. Thank you for listening to my discussion with Sam Martin. You can find a playlist with the songs from this episode and all of the other ones in the episode description. See you next week.